It was a Tuesday night thriller in PNC Arena. The NC State Wolfpack fight all the way back for an 83-76 win over Wake Forest. Just in from Kenton's sign of the day, from the makers of Salty Dave, we proudly present Killa Kev. You are Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Wolfpack Nation? It's time to get locked in with Locked On. Thanks for making Locked On Wolfpack your first listen each and every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college terms and conditions apply. Happy Wednesday to all. As always, I'm Grayson Boone joined by former Wolfpack defensive tackle, Kenton Gibbs. Pardon me for a second. You already know how we come. You already know how to lock on Wolfpack. The NC State Wolfpack have one hell of a win in PNC arena against Wake Forest on Tuesday night. When all hope seemed to start to dwindle a little bit, the Wolfpack claw and scratch and fight and get ejected and earn double technicals. Maybe some birds flipped up in there. Doesn't matter. The Pack are going to come back and win this basketball game. The young man said he was sorry. You know, DJ Horn said he got caught up in the emotions of this thing. You know, hey, all I'm saying is this. That's a young man showing some genuine remorse. Maybe we don't need to suspend him. Maybe we don't. With that being said, this this team, man, this team, you know, we talk about identity a lot. We talk about identity so much. And I'm starting to get this team's identity. I'm starting to figure it out. This is a team that, you know, I mean, this is, this is the undertaker when he was going through his dead man era. Because every time you think you've got us in the casket, you've thrown a little dirt on us, all of a sudden this team pops up, we're here. This is still a ball game. We're still very much in it. And for all the people who said, oh, well, we haven't played anybody good. We haven't played anybody decent so far this season. So unless you believe that the ACC conference is just the biggest pile of mids you've ever seen, it appears to me that Coach Keats and, the com- and company are getting a little something done here. I'm just saying it seems like they got a little motion, a little bit of motion. There. You talk about emotion a little bit from Kevin Keats tonight. Yeah. You maybe saw the birth of Kevin Keats's alter ego, which we have coined as Killer Kev. I saw a great tweet from Joe Ovius post game. He was one of the first people I saw that mentioned that this game had had a lot of salty Dave feel to it. You almost felt like Keats took a page out of Doran's playbook, getting the team fired, showing some emotion in this game. He ended up getting kicked out. I thought rightfully so because it was an egregious no call on DPJ, but. All of this stuff that you see on social media and you hear on the airways, this gets back to the team one way or another. Keats can hear all of the criticism, and I saw another clip of him in the postgame, and he's tired of this blank. 
He's tired of people saying that this team isn't tough, this team can't shoot, this team can't win, and yet here they are still finding ways to win basketball games. And this game was a wild one. You had some questionable officiating all night long, and that's on both sides. It was not only NC State on the short end of the stick, but it was flat out bad. That's never the entire story of the ball game, and in this case is also true. It was not the entire story of the ball game. Wake Forest came out, and they were hot shooting it from deep. We told you this was probably going to happen because they had a lot of capability in doing so. And if you want to talk about making somebody a hero for a day, that was Andrew Carr for the Demon Deacons. He had 28 points. I don't know if that was his career high, but I'd have to imagine it's close if it wasn't. Mm -hmm. felt like every time he had the ball in his hands, it was subsequently going in the hoop. And for a bigger guy, a really lengthy forward, a guy that can shoot it like that will be dangerous regardless of who else you have on your team. We had a lot of focus on limiting their guards tonight. I think we did a decent job outside of Miller, but Andrew Carr was just detrimental to us all night long. And it's it sincerely looked like he was just going to bury dagger after dagger after dagger into us. In the end, defense really locked in, forcing some tough shots they were not able to make, and then grabbing all the rebounds. Mo Diara pulled down 13 boards tonight, and every single one of them mattered as we ended up re- out-rebounding Wake by just two, 34-32. to 32. This is a full-team effort, and it took a lot of grit, especially after Coach Keats gets ejected. It's super easy for a team to just fall flat after something like that happens. But you, you kind of hoped in all that emotion from Keats that it would light a fire under them, and maybe they, they would refocus and resettle in and then get fired up to make some sort of comeback in this game. And that's what ended up happening. Outstanding effort from the guys. Unbelievable win. Another improbable win. We eventually caught up to them, and somehow we won this basketball game. You know, when I played at State, we had a defensive line coach by the name of Ryan Nielsen. He used to say, tell the quarterbacks after you sack them, don't run, you'll just die tired. And that's what it feels like this NC State team can say to other teams. Don't run. Don't don't think that you're going to get out of the lead and, and, you know, have your way in this game because you're just going to go down tired. I mean, what a team. And also, you are absolutely right in that that was Carr's career high, uh, which surpassed his career high that he set this year earlier against Elon. Again, these guys have scholarships, too. Like, objectively speaking, I know that everybody thinks, hey, we should be a powerhouse and whooping the wheels off teams by 30 and all that. The other teams have scholarship players, too. That is a, a part of the reality that we're looking at here. And so when you see that type of deal, and when you see them coming out shooting hot and all that, just stay the course. Keep chipping away. Keep being there. Keep showing up. Keep following your defensive rotations. Stay the course of what you should be doing and all that and make the necessary adjustments and everything will be fine and everything will roll from there, which is what we saw in this game. This team has no panic in them. They have no quit in them. They are poised. They are tough. This is the type of team that when you look at, you say, the, the parts as individuals, you have questions about whatever the case may be, but the sum of the, the whole together, the sum of everybody together is like, this could be something special. We'll talk more individual performance type stuff in here in just a sec. I just keep coming back to the effort. And when a team like Wake comes out and they bury tough shot after tough shot, that's also something that can very easily just kind of take the air out of the balloon. And you felt several times that it was going to do so if that sort of continued. But NC State, like you mentioned, they just kept finding ways to stay 
in the neighborhood. They, they kept finding ways within striking distance until eventually at the very end. Eventually, they got their chance to take the lead, and they grabbed it, and they did not let it go. So credit to the guys for fighting back in this game. It was a wild win. You had, what, six total technicals, I think. You had three, yeah, six. three players ejected. Coach Keats was ejected. Several lengthy officiating delays. Questionable calls all up and down the court all night. NC State never hit a three-pointer. In fact, by the time you're listening to this, they still haven't hit a three-pointer against Wake Forest. They were 0 for 8 all night. Outstanding win. Again, this is a this is a game that you would really love to have for the resume. Would it have killed you if you lost? No. But it feels so good to win this one because, again, Wake's a quality team. They've been playing some good basketball of late. This is such a good opportunity to take. We took it. Couldn't be happier with it. Up next, we'll be talking some more individual type things after a quick word from our sponsor. Our first sponsor of the day is LinkedIn. At the start of the new year, every small business owner is asking themselves the same question. What's the one move that I can make that'll take my business to the next level in 2024? Well, LinkedIn Jobs knows that your success depends on the team that you surround yourself with. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has created the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. They have a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easier when you have that many quality candidates to choose from. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within just 24 hours. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn also knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats that they might not have the time or resources to hire effectively. So thankfully with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Middle portion of our Wednesday show, wanted to dive into more individual performances from this win over Wake Forest on Tuesday night. DJ Horn was our leading scorer. He had 21 points. All that anyone's going to remember from this game out of DJ Horn was the, the gesture that did get caught by ACC Network at the very end. Now, personally, I Kenton and I have both been athletes. In the heat of a moment, we understand that these kind of things happen. You A lot of times you just kind of black out. Whatever you do is whatever you do. So the athlete in me understands where DJ was coming from there. However, he is more than likely going to face a suspension from this. The way that this thing got plastered everywhere immediately following the game, and you knew that it was going to because, I mean, listen, disrespectful or not, it is a hilarious moment. It is. Like, let's just, let's be honest here. It's a very funny moment, but in that moment, I think that the gesture probably was not necessary at all. The officiating was horrible, and I'm not going to argue with you there. It was horrible. So maybe he was saying what maybe all of us thought uh, Tuesday night. There's more than likely going to be some ramifications coming from that. All right. So I know that we try to be very serious on this show, but I think the funniest thing about that whole incident, he was at the free throw line with two seconds left. (laughs) The game was over. (laughs) If you wait, in essence, literally about 15 seconds in real time, right? To like just walk off the court, and hit a, <clears throat> you know, right when you get off the court, nobody probably catches it or 
you know, you could say, oh, the fan said something or whatever, you know, that type of deal and get away with it. But boy, that was that was pretty funny. But what wasn't funny was his performance on the court. The young yeah. man was dead serious, especially from inside the arc, nine of 15 on the night when he shot it from inside the three. For those of you who are math majors, that is 60%. Yep. That is 60%. That'll do. That, in the words of my good friend Grayson Boone, that'll play. That'll play. We'll play. be all right. We'll be all right if a, if a guy is shooting like that. And then even beyond that, you're looking at a, a group of young men, a group of individuals that made the concerted effort. You know what? We are going to get to the rim at any cost. We don't need to keep being out here trying to think that we're pretty and we can make all these threes and we can do all these things. Jaden Taylor, put your shoulder down, get to the rim. You look at DJ Burns, stop posting up at the three. Don't take no more threes. I need to be on the inside. You look at Casey Marcel, who is struggling mightily, but even in this game, even him saying, hey, I've got to get to the line. I've got to put my head down, see what I can do, see if I can get in the lane and, and you know, kind of get something going there. You're looking at a team that just finds a way. It doesn't always make sense. It isn't always pretty. doesn't always have to be pretty. A win is like a baby. So long as you get it, it's yours, and you're going to love it regardless. You may have heard me on Tuesday's episode. I threw Casey Morsell's name in the hat as somebody that would go off in this game. It did not obviously end up being the Casey Morsell game, but I tell you whose game it did end up being, Mr. Ben Middlebrooks. And it's a shame that he too got ejected at the end of this one, because this was stamped the Ben Middlebrooks game. He finished with 14 points all over the court in times where you really needed an energizer bunny. DJ Burns was not DJ Burns tonight, and I I think I saw him throwing up at some point. Maybe Mm -hmm. he's battling some sickness. Don't know what it is, but very clearly DJ Burns was not his regular self. And so we had kind of discussed coming into this, if DJ was rendered sort of ineffective in this game, you would have to have Mo Diara step up. You'd have to have Ben Middlebrook step up. And I'll be damned if two of them didn't do that. Uh, uh, combined 22 points is Mo Diara had eight of his own. Mentioned Diara had 13 boards as well. So actually, I'll just combine them all together. Mo Diara and Ben Middlebrooks combined for 22 points and 19 mm-hmm. rebounds. Outstanding. We talk about the depth of this team and why it's so important in games against Carolina, in games against Wake Forest, it's for reasons like this. When yeah. you have your bell cow and DJ Burns has a bit of an off night, not feeling you know like himself, when you have these performances that come out of sometimes virtually nowhere with Ben Middlebrooks, and it makes a clear difference in a game like this, you cannot speak to the invaluable nature of that. Talked about the Talked about the mindset shift of the team wanting to go inside, get physical, and earn all these buckets in the paint, and it worked. And Ben Middlebrooks was one of the leading factors for that. Jaden Taylor did a great job as well. DJ Horn even, you know, tossed in a couple floaters of his own, but the physicality in the paint proved to be the difference in this game. The outside shooting remains to be an issue, but when that wasn't working, the adjustment was made, and they won the game by being physical in the paint. Absolutely. And I think the biggest thing that you look at in terms of of talking about what this team is or is not, if you look at the keys that we dropped, and don't worry, we're going to do Ken's keys and all that tomorrow. But 
look at the things that we talked about in those keys and look about look at what happened in this game, right? So, for example, win the points in the paint battle. Do you know how lopsided that was in favor of NC State? 50 to 30. And there's your ball game. Oh, but wait, there's more. What else did we say was going to be a determinant factor in this game? The depth. The depth. The bench was going to have to score. Hey, you have to show that you can go, you know, you can you can go nine, ten deep and, and you'll be all right doing that. The bench score was even more lopsided than the paint scoring with a whopping 30 to 2 advantage. That's it. That's it. That's where you win this ball game. No team should ever beat us in the second half because we have so many fresh bodies to throw at all times. And so, you know, those two things, the deciding to get physical, the deciding to get to the paint, the determination to get to the paint, and also the determination to get the quote-unquote other guys involved, the determination to say, you know what, our big fella's a little under the weather. He's struggling a little bit. Let's go to some some guys who are coming in off the bench rolls. And like you said, Ben Middlebrook's game. Not a single time that he attempted a shot did it not fall. Five of five from the field, four of four from the free throw line. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, the boys are locked on Wolfpack. You say a lot about us. You say a lot about us, okay? But one thing that you can't say is we don't know ball. I'll tell you what. You mentioned Kenton's keys. I'll go ahead and knock them out. You want to know why? Because we went four for four. We won the battle in the paint. Number two, force Wake into 10-plus turnovers. We had 16 of them. Generate 25-plus out of our bench. We had 30. And the last one was to run Wake off of the three-point line, holding them to eight or less three-pointers made. They had six. A perfect four for four. We gave you the keys. It didn't look like they were going to follow the keys in the middle of this game. But once they made the effort to attack the paint and then win the paint by a large margin, there was the ballgame. When you're struggling to shoot from deep, there's no reason to keep jacking them up. There's no reason to keep saying – even if the refs weren't giving us calls or whatever the case may be, even if we weren't getting sent to the free throw line, keep getting to the rim, okay? Because the the reality is you have a much better chance with that shot than a long step back too. You have a better chance with that shot than you have with that, oh, I got to create something and jack up a three at the end of the uh, shot clock deal. So, you know, this team, phenomenal, uh, phenomenal performance, phenomenal second half. The first half, was another one of those cold shooting moments, and Wake was hot shooting. But the second half, we really clamped things down, and everything works out. The good guys come away with a win. And shooting 0 of 8 from 3 for a whopping 0%, that's not sustainable. I'll I'll be very clear about that. Scoring 83 points with zero made three-pointers is a wild stat. And more often than not, you probably won't come away with a win uh, with numbers like that. But it's finding a way to win this team did not quit and for many many years that has become the identity of nc state you don't ever quit you saw that on tuesday night and we're walking away with a win up next we're going to round out our episode with how this win needs to propel the wolf pack forward in their next four to five games after a quick word from our sponsors our second sponsor of the day is FanDuel. the nfl divisional round is now up this weekend and there are several new storylines to sink your teeth into It's already been a wild week of college basketball, so you maybe have missed out on your chance to win more 
on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. But right now, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets guaranteed when you place just a $5 bet. That's right, 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is super easy to use, and there's so many different ways to bet, including live same-game parlays, finding bets within the new Explore tab, and making a parlay within the new Parlay Hub, which is the best way to find the most popular parlays. Get on over to FanDuel and continue winning more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Last couple minutes here of our Wednesday show. Have to talk about how this win should be something that propels us in these next four or five games here. You have Virginia Tech in Raleigh, on the road at Virginia, on the road at Syracuse, Miami in Raleigh, and then Georgia Tech in Raleigh. Now, road games, like we always talk about, are difficult in the ACC. On the road at Virginia is an interesting task because, as we saw, Virginia does not look like Virginia of years past. No. Now, if NC State can go on the road and pick off Virginia twice, and the second one being on the road, that would be a big-time victory. But these next five, as I mentioned, Virginia Tech, Virginia, Syracuse, Miami, and Georgia Tech, if you want to keep some momentum rolling here, I think you got to look at a four-and-one minimum out of those five. And I hate to project some lofty expectations now because you win a couple games, you start five-and-one, you start talking crazy. I'm not trying to do that, but you got to keep this thing rolling, man. I mean, if you're finding ways to win basketball games and then you're playing against teams that have struggled, if we're keeping it a buck up to this point, Virginia Tech has struggled, Virginia struggled, Syracuse has struggled at points. I think that'd be a really tough game. Miami does not look like Miami. Georgia Tech has struggled. I mean, it's here for the take. If you want to stay competitive at the top four teams in the ACC, it is on the table. The time is now. There is no need to fool around with with teams that should be beneath you at this point in the season. And I, I hate saying beneath you because NC State, we all know what can happen. Point being here, this team has the talent to go 5-0 and in their next five, to go 4-1. and in their next five. You have got to find a way to bottle up this momentum here and keep dumping it out every time you take the court. We have expectations now. I hate it, but it's true. It's true. That's what worries me. We have expectations now. It's good to have them, but it never doesn't make you nervous. Absolutely. But hopefully Killer Kev can hold us down through this thing and (laughs) put us in position that we need to be in to win. And also – I think the most interesting thing about this that nobody's talking about, really, we're doing this while struggling severely yes, in terms of shooting. Yes, which is also a good thing, believe it or not. And it, it feels like you feel like, okay, we're going to erupt. We're going to start hitting these shots one day. But then you ask yourself, is this just this team's identity? And I hope that it's the former and not the latter. But even if it is the team's identity, we're winning. We're winning. So it's like I, I, I struggle with this. But hopefully we do have that Mount Vesuvius eruption where everybody just can't miss over these next few to get us to five and zero or four and one through these next four, and, and we kind of build on what we what we have now and keep it rolling to the place where I think if we end up at nine and one or so in conference, I mean I'm pretty sure that leave us in one of the top two spots in the conference for sure. That time. So yeah, I mean again I don't I don't want to project out fantasy land stuff on here. Some of these games have been a little closer than they needed to be. 
Some yeah. of them, you know, you felt disappointed at the end of them. <laughs> but the point being is you're still winning the games. And Kenton said this several times. I'd much rather learn from a, a close win than have to learn from a tough loss. And some of the best teams, regardless, at the highest level, the best teams find ways to win. When their best, when their leading scorer has an off night, maybe their top two or three leading scorers have off nights, and they can still find a way to win. That's the sign of a team that has the chemistry to make some noise later down the road, possibly in March. So you got to find ways to keep winning basketball games, keep fighting, scratching, clawing, whatever you got to do. Whether it's attacking the paint like we saw tonight, maybe hoping and praying that you can eventually start hitting uh, some shots from long distance. That is a problem. There's no way to dance around that. The perimeter shooting continues to be an issue. But if you can continue winning without it, it gives you hope that eventually it's all going to come together. Maybe. Maybe they are just a poor shooting team. I still don't think you can make that decision quite yet. Although at this point in the season, something's got to give here. I think the biggest thing of why I'm not ready to give that call yet is because starting off the season, we were hot shooting. That Things were going well from deep. Well, and then all of a sudden, I, well, relatively, compared to what we're doing now, yeah. you know, now it's like, whew, look out below. Like, you, you couldn't say the things that you would want to say about our shooting in that uh, basketball court that they just put in the Indiana airport without being put on a watch list based on what we're doing here. So, you know, I, I, I really and truly think that if we could just return to the form we had early in the season, not saying we got to be a 40%, 45% three-point shoot team where we're one of the best in the nation, but just kind of get us back to, to what we started off at and we'll be just fine. They say that hope drives a man insane. And the hope that we can eventually start hitting some outside shots in addition to the will to win – we could turn ourselves into a dangerous team in the ACC here, but yeah. just got to keep fighting. You got to keep fighting every single night, and who knows? Maybe your best effort will be good enough to win you a basketball game. I think it happened Tuesday night. I think it happened on the road at Notre Dame. You just have to keep doing everything you can to leave with a win. That'll do it for us here on Wednesday. As always, thank you all so much for joining us. Be sure to hit that like button. Drop your comments in the comment box. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of of comments after what a crazy game this was. Tell us what you think about DJ Horn's situation. Tell us what you think about the adjustments made to attack the paint in this game. Tell us what you think about Kevin Keats showing a lot more emotion than maybe we're used to. Anything that's on your mind, drop it in the comment box. We'll be sure to get to that. And as always, mash that subscribe button if you have not already. We will see you all tomorrow. Until then, go Pack. Go Pack.